Hello, Word Nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. This is my podcast. Thank you for joining me. I feel like first I have to say that I am getting over a cold or allergies from the last few days at the time of recording, obviously. And uh, so I'm a little groggy, both mentally and physically. And it is the morning that I'm recording this and the next three episodes. Uh, so hopefully uh, uh, this all comes out correctly. Uh, today is December 23rd. I think today is the first full day of Hanukkah. If you celebrate that, happy Hanukkah. And uh, we, we've got some other days and holidays and things coming up. Um, you know, I have my notes. I have to remind myself, oh, yes, it is that day. Okay, sorry about that. little behind the scenes. Uh, what else do I have to say? Oh, this uh, it doesn't really matter what day I say this. Um, Merriam-Webster just a few days ago announced that the word of the year of 2019 is the word they, uh, which is very big, obviously, in, um, I, I guess, the LGBTQ world um, g- with, with gender uh, fluidity. Uh, they has become a very big word, and... Um, I hope that if you identify uh, as something different than what your sex is or in whatever way you identify, I hope that you have found the pronouns um, that uh, that you are comfortable with. And if you haven't, that's okay too. You'll find it eventually. Or maybe not, and that's okay. Uh, just you be you. Uh, okay, so... Oh, and also... Uh, <laughs> I'm part of uh, some They Might Be Giants like Facebook groups and uh, the the other side of the word they came up because they, as They Might Be Giants, every, everybody in that world was very happy about that as well. And there are a lot of um, gender fluid uh, trans people in that community. Shout out to all of you. And, uh, you know, I think they were extra happy about the word they being the word of the year. Uh, you know, and that fits in with the my podcast, The Dictionary, because we are talking about words. So I tend to talk a lot, which I'm trying not to do as much. So let's get on to the first word for this episode, which is O poivre, O poivre, A U space P O U no P O I V R E. Yeah, my brain a little is a little funky. I took some of that uh, sleepy time allergy medicine last night to help me sleep with my runny nose, and uh, you know it it's going to affect my brain, I think, for the rest of the day. This is an adjective from 1953, prepared or served with a generous amount of usually coarsely ground black pepper, as in steak au poivre, and I really have trouble with those French words. Uh, yeah, this is French. It means with pepper. Au poivre. Uh, let's see. I'm not a big fan of pepper. Uh, I have it a little bit now and again, but it just, I don't know, the flavor just doesn't really sit great with me, so I, I can't have much. Next, we have the word aura, A-U-R-A. This is a noun from 1694. Sorry for the lip smack. 1A, a subtle sensory stimulus, as in aroma. Interesting. 1B, a distinctive atmosphere surrounding a given source, as in, the place had an aura of mystery. Number two, a luminous radiation, and a synonym for that is nimbus. 
Was there a, a like a spaceship named the Nimbus in like a TV show or movie or something? I can't remember. Number three, a subjective sensation, as of lights, experienced before an attack of some disorders, as epilepsy or a migraine. Uh, okay, so I actually have a personal connection to this that I have slowly, gradually learned uh, over the years. I've never had any physical problems with this, but there have been multiple occasions in my life where I see some uh, little scattering lights around the edges of my vision. Uh, they almost look like little little light bugs just flashing around. It uh, doesn't usually last very long. There has never been any pain. I feel like I'm talking to a doctor. Are you a doctor? If you are, and I have a problem, tell me. Uh, there's no pain. There's no uncomfortableness in any way. It's just uh, some little lights around the edges, and uh, and then that's it. Uh, okay, let's see. Number four, an energy field that is held to emanate from a living being. This is the one that I'm most fascinated by. I hear a lot of, uh, what's the word? Uh, I a conflicting. I hear a lot of conflicting information about this. Some people say that they're real. Some people say that they're not. We've talked about things like this in the past. Are they real? Are they not? I don't know. I don't have proof. I've never seen it. I've never seen photography photography of it. I don't know if you can even take photography of it. Probably not. Um, but I I want to believe. I want to see it. Um, but I haven't seen it myself, so I really have no idea. No, uh, this is Middle English from the Latin word, or it's the Latin word which means puff of air or breeze. And that is from the Greek, probably akin to the Greek air, A-E-R, with a horizontal line over the E, and that means air. Next, we have oral, A-U-R-A-L. Uh, did we, we talked about this one before uh, in all of our audio words. I don't remember why. Uh, this is an adjective from 1773 of or relating to the ear or to the sense of hearing. Orality is a noun and orally is an adverb. And this is from the Latin oris, which means ear, and there's more at the word ear. And yes, I talked about this maybe five episodes ago, something like that. Next, we have auror, A-U-R-A-R. It is the plural of the word Eirir, E-Y-R-I-R. Two words I'm not familiar with. I can't imagine how they got RR as the uh, plural of Eirir. That reminds me of the rural juror. Uh, Okay, we are going to move on to Ariet. A-U-R-E-A-T-E. It is an adjective from the 15th century. One, of a golden color or brilliance. And if you go back a few episodes, we talked about the the fact that the Latin, I think the Latin word for gold uh, starts with A-U-R. I don't remember the full word. And uh, that is the connection to gold. Um, oh, and we have an example, aureate light. Number two, marked by grandiloquent, grandiloquent and rhetorical style. Wow, that word is fancy, grandiloquent, um, as in aureate diction. Well, yeah, if you're if you're going to have aureate diction, you have to be able to say the word grandiloquent, which I think is how it's pronounced. This is from Middle Latin aureatus, which means decorated with gold. Next, we have 
Aureole, <clears throat> A-U-R-E-O-L-E, or Aureola. This is a noun from the 13th century. 1A, a radiant light around the head or body of a representation of a sacred personage. 1B, something resembling an aureole, as in an aureole of hair. And I think aureole, aureole, yep, I think that's how it's pronounced. Number two, we have the synonyms radiance and aura, as in an aureole of youth and health. Three, the luminous area surrounding the sun or other bright light when seen through thin cloud or mist. Synonym is corona. Not the drink, it's the thin cloud or mist. Number four, a ring-shaped zone around an igneous intrusion. And at the end, aureole is also a transitive verb. I still got the sniffles a little bit. Uh, let's see, this is from Middle English aureole or aureoli, which means heavenly crown worn by saints, which is from the Middle Latin aureola, uh, from the Latin feminine of aureolus, which means golden, uh, and, and it's a diminutive of aureus. Moving on to aureus, A-U-R-E-U-S. I think that's how it's pronounced. It is a noun from 1609. A gold coin of ancient Rome varying in weight from 130th to 170th of a libra. Well, those are some weird fractions. Why, why would you make them so complicated? You need 30 of them to make a libra or 70 of them to make a libra? Uh, this is from Latin, or it is Latin. It literally means golden from arum. There's that word, which means gold, A-U-R-U-M. Uh, and that is akin to the old Prussian, ausis, which means gold. Next, we have au revoir, uh, or au revoir, however you want to say it, uh, A-U space R-E-V-O-I-R. This is a noun from 1676. It is a synonym, a synonym means goodbye, and it is often used interjectionally. It is French, and it literally means till seen again. What does AU mean in French? Can you tell me that? I could probably look it up, but I'd rather have you tell me. Um, our, our poivre, or our poivre means with pepper, but au revoir means till seen again. There you go. Next, we have auric. A-U-R-I-C. This is an adjective from circa 1828 of relating to or derived from gold. And we know where that came from etymologically. Next we have oracle. It is a noun and I have to burp. There you go. Sorry if that uh, disgusts you, but I'm just being me. All right, oracle, uh, noun from the 15th century, 1A, an atrium of a heart. Am I? Yeah, I'm in the right place. 1B, we have the number one definition for the word pinna, P-I-N-N-A, as a synonym. 1C, an anterior ear-shaped pouch in which, in each atrium of the human heart, an anterior ear-shaped pouch in each atrium of the human heart. Uh, fascinating. Ear shaped? I should, I want to go look. I, I don't know if I'll put this on Instagram unless it's not too disgusting, but I want to see a picture of that. Number two, an angular or ear shaped lobe process or appendage. 
This is from Latin auricula, or auricula, which is a diminutive of aris, which means ear, and there's more at the word ear. Next, we have auricula, or auricula, uh, which is the same as the Latin word I just said, um, but, you know, this is uh, the English word, auricula. This is a noun from 1655, a yellow-flowered alpine primrose, scientific name primula auricula. This is Latin, as I said, and it means external ear. So does this flower look like an ear? Uh, If it does, that's weird to me, but maybe not. Uh, Let's see. Next we have... I'm losing my place because I I keep on trying to figure out where I'm going to end this episode. So we read that one. We are now going to read auricular. This is an adjective from the 15th century. One, told privately, as in an auricular confession. Two, understood or recognized by the sense of hearing. Three, of relating to or using the ear or the sense of hearing, as in auricular therapy. That would be therapy for your ears or hearing in general, I guess. Number four, of or relating to an auricle, which we just talked about, as in auricular tachycardia. So that's the the auricle is the thing in your heart. So that's heart-related. And I think we will do two more for this episode. Auriculate is next. It is an adjective from 1711, having auricles, as in an auriculate leaf. Uh, so those must be, those are ear-shaped things. Oh, yes. Number two, an angular or ear-shaped lobe process or appendage. That was number two for the word auricle, uh, which is relating to auriculate. And lastly, we have auriferous. Auriferous, A-U-R-I-F-E-R-O-U-S. This is an adjective from 1655, and it means containing gold. And that is connected to gold. And we have to pick a word of the episode. Um, I don't want to pick our poivre because I don't like pepper. You probably do. Most of you probably do, but I am not a big fan of it. I am going to pick au revoir as the word of the episode, because it'll, it's a great way to end this episode. Thank you very, very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Au revoir.